Welcome to the new automation mindset where AI automation and integration come together. Successful automation is so much more than technology, it's a mindset. On this podcast, we're here to learn about this mindset from innovative leaders who actually practice it every single day. From Fortune 500 companies to the boldest startups, these leaders have reduced cost, crafted experience, and fueled growth with automation. They have transformed their companies and their careers. I'm your host, Marcus Zern, and as Chief Strategy Officer and part of the founding executive team at Workado, it is my mission to find these top innovators in AI, automation, and integration and share their journeys with all of you. You may notice that this show matches the title of the Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling book, The New Automation Mindset by Ao Workado CEO, Vijay Tella. You'll hear references to the key ideas of this book, the growth, process, and scale mindsets throughout the show. If you'd like to explore them further, be sure to check out the book in hard copy or on Kindle. Welcome, everyone. Excited to be here with you, uh, all of you here to, today. Um, and so it's, re- it's worth reminding the listeners that this podcast series complements the brand new book with the very same title by our CEO, Vijay Tella, uh, because it is the backdrop to all the podcast episodes. So the essence of the book is that automation requires a new mindset. So With this said, and you guys having an idea of growth mindset, process mindset, and scale mindset, uh, welcome, Carter, and uh, and thank you for for joining us today. I'm I'm so glad to have you on. Um, you know, you're the Workado CIO, and you travel quite a bit. You speak to lots of people, fellow CIOs. You meet lots of customers, so you got a wealth of experience here. A- anything you want to add? Yeah, Marcus. Uh, you know about this book. Thanks for having me, by the way. Uh, appreciate being on this uh, podcast. feel very honored. Um, I wish I read this book, Marcus, about 20 years ago. Because when I saw these mindsets, and they talk about the opposite, the mindsets in the book, I was the complete opposite. I was the, I was the task mindset instead of the process mindset. I was talking about how to make these little tasks. Um, instead of the growth mindset, I had a fixed mindset. I, I didn't, I didn't want to change. I didn't want to pivot. So I was complete opposite of all these mindsets. And... I got a funny story to where uh, I have so much on the other side of these mindsets that I was a bottleneck in IT at a company called Mobile Iron. And I got to a shouting match with uh, some of the business leaders I was, I was, I was working with where I, d- I was, didn't have this growth mindset. And it got to a breaking point where I realized in that, in, in that, in that experience at Mobile Iron that I need to change as an IT leader. And be able to give some of these these low code, no code, and these automation tools and applications. I need to give it to the business so I can scale and, and, and the business can move faster. So, wish I had this book um, uh, 20 years ago. And one thing too about this book, it's it's kind of written too in a four different two different sections. So it's written for a for a CIO, all the way down to an IT practitioner and someone who's actually you know an individual contributor. So, the, you know, it, it it's 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 written for every. Every position in IT, which is a nice, nice way we we uh, we put that book together. No, really glad you said that. I mean, I think these concepts are are simple, right? Growth, uh, process, scale, and so you go like, yeah, of course. 
But I think in reality, it's actually really hard. So I, I was in my, in my previous life, I was a business process re-engineering consultant. And I can tell you that a lot of people do not think in terms of process. It's, it's actually not easy. It's, uh, it's hard. So I, I hope all of you guys can, can take a look at the book uh, and maybe also reflect a little bit on yourself. What, uh, what that all means uh, uh, to you uh, and, and, you know, look to the next level. So listen, what I wanted to really wanted to go into like three different segments, uh, you know, and the first one is really about philosophy. So let's, let's just stay a little high level and let's just think about, you know, what's, I mean, you already shared uh, a, a few of, of, you know, how you changed over time, but but, you know, I talked about that automation is, is not just technology. It is a transformative approach and, and, and it gives business efficiencies. Uh, now, you're a CIO. You kind of talked through how you came around uh, with these different mindsets. What is your strategy today? How, how do you approach that? Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, before I saw Workado and, and I, was trans I was transforming into this new mindset, I truly believe that... Uh, as as a leader in IT, having a integration tool to automate business processes about ten years ago was was a key foundation for every IT leader because really what what we're what we're kind of tasked with is connecting dots across the business with technology. And uh, I learned early on that uh, if, if there's no one connecting dots, processes are very siloed. And uh, when I saw actually, I think I saw you, Marcus, present at a dinner about six years ago, um, the light bulbs kind of went off where I, I, uh, I, I know this, I know we need, we all need these tools as CIOs to, to automate business processes, but where Kata was taking a different approach to it. They were actually truly grasped the idea of giving the scale, the, the scale mindset primarily about giving something like this to the business. And I, that the light bulbs went off my head when you guys were presenting that night. And I saw that, uh, you know, what your backgrounds and where you came from enterprise scale. So, so the philosophy is really on a business automation, uh, is really tying business processes together across multiple applications. And with a, with a low code, no code tool like Workado, uh, you can get there much faster. And that's, that's kind of that this has been my philosophy for years, but just Workado takes the next level for us. Well, look, I mean, for us, the inspiration kind of went both ways. I have to say, I mean, we got a lot of inspirations from you and, and your colleagues. You know, the one thing for me that was fun to watch was how people changed their title from CIO to head of business technology. I thought that was, uh, that was really <laughs> important. And I, uh, I mean, you remember uh, Doug Har, our old CIO at, uh, at Splunk, right? He, he, he told me, he said, he, sa he sat down and, and he said, like, look, Marcus, now it's mostly all SaaS applications. Um, and they're actually best in the hands of the operational people, of the business people as much as we can, right? And so, so then what's left for me as the CIO? It's security. Okay, got to take care of that. But then the other thing, it's uh, connecting the dots. It's integration, automation, making this all happen. So that's, uh, and, and so I think it has the role of the CIO, I think, or, or head of business technology has, uh, has changed. Um, so, so Carter, when, when, when you think of automation, then, then what comes to your mind? What, what's, what, what are your first thoughts? Yeah, and you mentioned business technology. That's what we call, we call IT, the typical IT. We call that business technology here. 
Uh, so Doug, Doug, Doug Har, yes, he was a visionary and, and, uh, I got a you know, chance to really use him as a mentor throughout a lot of my career. When I think of automation, I think, I think velocity, I think of velocity of, of, of and scaling processes. And, um, uh, I also think of making customers and employees happier. We just did a CIO, um, advisory board with our automated user conference. And the big, one of the big topics, the word people kept using is, is happy. People are happier with automation, especially if you empower these business technologists in the business or business technologists within IT, a technical IT team. People are happier. They're empowered. They're really empowered uh, to, do, to do great things. We have one of the best folks on our team at, at BT is uh, she was stocking grocery store shelves four or five years ago. She, uh, Jiang Ying then, Went into a facilities role at uh, here at Workado in Singapore, and now she's building automations for our our, our head of sales right now. She's partnering with our, our VP of sales to build automations to 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 increase sales velocity, and she's completely empowered and a happy employee right now. And so is our head of sales because it was actually you know, we're actually moving very fast. So um, that's what comes to mind. It's actually the, the, the happiness that you see with both the business users and the people building the automation. Now, empowerment is, is just such an important one and, and, and automation just, just, just helps with that uh, tremendous way. Um, all right. Well, talking about people happiness, uh, switch, switch over to the new thing like AI. I mean, so look, I, I personally think that AI is just got a it's just a killer combo with automation. In fact, there is a recent uh, Harvard Business Review article. It's, it's called How AI is Helping Companies Redesign Processes, which is kind of really what we're talking about here. Um, and it basically says that, look, this is, this is going to explode now. This is now, you know, we had this, this process reengineering was going okay, but now it's going to go full steam. Uh, how do you think about AI? Like, how does that even, how does that work together with uh, making people happy and AI? Some people with a pessimi <laughs> pessimistic view, uh, viewpoint would say like, ah, that doesn't work together. How, how, how do you look at that? It's happy and hallucination. That, that's how we think, think about it. <laughs> um, I, I, Marcus, I am super excited uh, for AI too. You, you are in the business pushing business technology to really adopt AI. And we have a phone call later about that today. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's exciting to see business users thinking about how AI can do it, but also it pushes IT to, to move faster and to think about it. You know, I, I'm nervous. I've had this discussion with YouTube, Marcus personally. Yes, I get your use case, Marcus, but, but do we want to share information with some of these public LLMs? So super excited, but we got to do it in a safe, secure manner. We got to experiment first is my philosophy. Do some small use cases internally. Um, figure out how to how to work this and keeping the cost model now, down because as you know, Marcus, the compute for AI and these these services they're not cheap. So my philosophy is let's go, let's start small, let's make sure we have the, the security and governance in place so it doesn't get out of control like a, like a AWS bill can. Um, but let's let's go and let's go fast and let's experiment and fail fast. That that's my philosophy, uh, and then show show the other business users how to do it. Yeah, I think it's all about learning. I mean, I feel like mm -hmm. every week we learn something new. Every week the the perspective is changing, but uh, I think that's what makes it so fun at the moment. Um all right, cool. Well, this was this was very useful. Um 
I'd say like let's let let's dive into some stories. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big you know right. I mean, I, I'm a I'm just a sucker for for customer stories and for customer use cases and so so I'd I'd really be curious what you consider yours. Like if you if you think about like the three best uh, automations you've seen, maybe some some cool uh, some maybe weird automations you've seen that 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 surprised you. Uh, like what what comes to your mind? Yeah, I. Uh... You know, I, what I'm really proud of internally, and actually this is mostly this built when I got here three years ago, is that when a new hire starts to when they, when they, when they accept the offer letter to when they start, there is no, no IT person gets involved. Zero. Even from shipping the laptops to provisioning applications, that entire process is 100% automated. Not just the onboarding, but the offboarding too. We don't even, we got to a point where we use a third-party vendor to ship and fix and 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 bring back laptops from a from a from an employee, um, completely automated. And you know how much time I've had or and staff I've had just focused on new hire and offboarding and laptop provisioning and oh my gosh, so so uh, so happy to have that automated so that we I, we we provide true value to the business. That automation is is, is there. And I can, I can actually tell you, so the one thing I consistently hear from new employees is how great that is at, uh, at Workado. So it, it's, kind of, it's kind of cool, right? It saves us time. It saves you time. It takes headaches away from you. At the same time, the, the new employees are just so positively surprised how like, smooth everything works at Workado. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And uh, again, I can't take credit for it. The team has built it before I got here. We're always fine-tuning it. And that's the great thing about automation is you just start small and you just iterate. You just iterate. You don't have to solve world problems right away, but you can iterate. You know, even so that's a that's kind of a fun one internally. Some of the external ones just it's kind of kind of heartwarming to hear. Um, down in New South Wales, the uh, it's called the um, uh, what's it called? It's called Australian Rural Authority. They're in charge of providing funds for farmers and 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 people in agriculture, if, uh, if something bad happens, they've had a lot of fires down there. They've had some floods. Um, it's kind of like where I, we live in California. We get a bit of everything. Uh, they, they, they're using automation to help speed up the process to get checks to farmers faster. Right. And that's just, a, and so, and I was talking to the CIO that, at, at, at this, uh, at this rural assistance authority. And he said, Carter, the automation that we put in actually takes the time frame from three weeks to get a check to a farmer down to down two days. And that's that's the difference of a fence to keep his cattle in. I'm like, holy moly, we're providing automation for a farmer to keep this cattle inside his his property. So those are the those are kind of the heartwarming stories that you and I hear when we're talking to customers from automating onboarding to helping a farmer with a with his cattle. Uh, no, I mean like stories. I mean, no totally. I mean I think in government is probably where this kind of automation is the most needed. Right. I mean, we've, we probably all stood in line for, you know, getting a new passport or, you, you know, wanting something from our local authorities. And if that you don't have to call, you don't have to stand, you don't have to send a letter, but it's all digitized like like they did. I think that's uh, that's just such a huge step forward. Um, yeah. Anything. Uh, I mean, this already is this is uh, Australia, right? Anything. Anything global at uh, at Workado? I mean, given that we're uh, kind of global. 
Yeah, of course, onboarding, offboarding. That we ship laptops. We, we're in 30 different companies, our countries, Marcus, our employees are. So we're a global company. Uh, you know, one, one, uh, I, I, we, I do um, a Workado and Workado Wednesdays once a month. And I pick, I pick business people. I, ha- I don't think I've had my team on there once, actually. I pick people building automations inside our company. And we do a lot of demos with, uh, with customers throughout the world um, all the time. And, and one of the things we've automated is, and we, what we do when we demo Workado, we, we have to spin up instances of all these applications that we, we can connect to. So that whole that entire process and all the credentials you can imagine to get that demo set up around the world 24-7, that, comp- that complete process is automated so that a, a sales engineer or someone's demoing our product can spin up an environment 24-7 with credentials and they have a demo ready to go. So those are the, that, that's, a, that's a global one that we have run in 24-7. Yeah, that, that's, a not, that's another very powerful one. Kind of gets yeah. things provisioned when you when you need them without having to wait right. for time zones, people to wake up somewhere. Yeah, no, totally. Anything funny? Anything like that? Maybe where things didn't work as well as you thought with uh, with automation. <laughs> you know, any 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 stories like that? Yeah. So full transparency, Marcus. Uh, you know, we, we're Ricardo, and we want everyone to automate in the company. And people have been doing that. We have we have over I, I, over I think two thousand recipes. These are workflows running our business. All they've been running for quite some time, and um, and we have this this process. We have this um, framework that we've been talking to our customers about for about two years now, called the Gears Framework, which stands for um, Govern, Enable, Adopt, Run, Scale. And uh, we are backing into that markets because you know what happened one time. About about three weeks before the end, of the end of the quarter, this was about a year ago. I think you might have called me on this too. Uh, all the opportunities got backdated, so all of a sudden we had all these opportunities lined up to close in the quarter about three weeks, three weeks, and then all of a sudden we had zero opportunities because some automation ran to change some dates. I don't know we and and uh, and, it, and it took us about a day or two to recover from that. So lesson learned is. Uh, Use this framework, this gears framework. We're back into it now. Um, Marcus, we're putting it, we're moving to our automated HQ environment, which actually puts more control to allow to allow business users to, to build automations in a in a safe, secure place. And that and so that uh, the, the IT team or the BT teams can actually put it in production and control it with change management. So that was a, not really a funny story, but a, a lesson learned story that if you're going to do automations and give it to business users and business technologists in the business have a framework and the control environment to, to make them and let them be creative. But Marcus, they will build the whole, the whole happy path about uh, business users. So we, that's where one thing we do a lot is, is uh, help our, our business technologists kind of think through it a whole automation. If there's a failure, how do they, how do they handle a failure? So um, yeah, had a problem with opportunities. We learned a lot and we're getting, we're, we're cleaning up now. Yeah, no, I mean, look with, um, with lots of impact, with uh, with automation and so on, comes responsibility, and 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 as you rightly said, I mean we build out like learning from our customers. We build out that that governance framework, and it is it is truly uh, important because of the uh, the things that can happen that you that you pointed out. All right, now that's that's important um, for people to. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to go slow to to then go faster and and and, and scale. It's uh, it's important. Anything related to the more technical stuff like integration? 
for example? I mean, again, we talked about automation, but I think, you know, people sometimes forget to make all of this happen actually requires quite some some technical things. I mean, you've got to reach into these applications. You ex have to exchange data and so on. Any, 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 any thoughts on integration as part of these automations? Uh, yeah. I mean, luckily we have, we have well over 2000 connectors that really smart and make it easy, but also you got to be careful. You got to be really careful. So, and especially internally, uh, we have an open ad connector that makes it very easy for the business to use public chat GPT <laughs> to, to send in information, get, get, a, get a reply back. Uh, we've actually put some controls on that so that, so that in, our, in, our, in our environment, if you're a business user, in fact, Mark is using this now, we put a wrapper around our open AI connector to actually, you know, who's, who's using it, first of all, get the right credentials, uh, how many tokens are you going to be using when you send open AI? So we put, we've actually... Um, can can give it to the business, but also kind of regulate and, and see what what they're doing with with certain connectors. Um, so we have that going on, and also we have uh, we have also automated uh, the, the 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 process of putting code in production. So the CI/CD flow, business users and business technology users do not build it in, in production. We actually build in our, our test environment, our dev and test environment. And then if you need to report to production, you create a ticket in our JIRA today. And then you, there's an approval process. And then that put, automatically pushes the code to production through our CICD framework and, and, and some of the features of WorkAuto. So those are the kind of, kind of governs, governs and, and gears kind of frameworks we're putting in internally. Okay. No, I think that, uh, that makes, uh, that makes total sense. Uh, and it's good, good, good advice. Uh, so you, you talked about ChatGPT AI, and we, we talked about how AI will really change automation or make it like a 10 times, 100 times more powerful. What, any, any uh, examples, any, any stories at, uh, from Workado or from what you've seen? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is really exciting. You know, we saw some users and uh, speak at our user conference about how they're using AI to, to increase the velocity of, uh, of orders and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, we're, we're super excited. We're, we've been using AI for quite a while now to help to deflect tickets internally for employees. So we have a high deflection rate of tickets where AI is actually answering employees' questions about a broken laptop or needing a new app. So behind the scenes, what we're trying to get, what we're trying to use AI for is really take that whole like, uh, that experience way of where you have to create a ticket to do something with, with IT, you're actually chatting with a, with a bot, right? And, and behind the scenes, it's creating the Jira ticket for you and then doing some automation. So we've been, we've been investing in that for about a year and a half now. So that's what one thing we're using AI for. Um, we've been using it for content writing. And we're also, the, what's really neat is we're actually taking some of our lost accounts and kind of applying what we learned in those conversations maybe a year ago on lost accounts and applying some of the new features we're getting. We have, we built in with Ricardo that we may have lost a deal from because we now we know we new features and, uh, and bringing in some, maybe some of their, some information about what they're telling the public markets. And actually we're trying to bring back some of those lost accounts and that's actually working. So that's one thing we're doing. Another thing too, is we're bringing our support reps. One thing we hear about all the time, Marcus, I know you hear too, is our support is fantastic. We're trying to keep that bar high. Uh, we do it all within the app, and we're building with uh, with using OpenAI and and and, and, uh, and their embeddings. 
we're actually training their LLM on our, on our support uh, cases and our support tickets so we can get the, the knowledge to our new reps, our new support reps quicker so they can help our customers quicker. That's, that's one. That's another one. And then the last one that, that we're super excited about or launching really soon is, like you said, how you know, these LLMs can really, how they can really empower a, a business process. Right. And you're super excited about it. I'm super excited about it too. So imagine we're putting in our order to cash process is we're teaching an LLM. We're feeding the information before it closes and before the deal of the deals, a lot of our deals go through our CFO. And he's, he's got to figure out, is this the right deal for us? So we're bringing our cost metrics of the deal. We're bringing the pricing of the deal. We bring in maybe the credit, the credit worthiness of a customer. And we bring that in. We, we, we're using LLMs within that order to cash process to actually give Tom and our, and our financial team a, a score on is this a good deal or not. So imagine that having like a digital brain in a process and trying to you know, give you a, an objective, objective uh, I don't know, uh, judgment on, on a process before it goes to humans. So those are some exciting things we're working on. No, these are great ones and great inspiration, by the way, for, for folks here. So, I mean, this might be a, a shameless plug here, but if any one of you guys out there is interested to uh, talking about this, and saying like, hey, can you can you you can we have a conversation about what we could do in our company? Uh, uh, do let us know. We're uh, we're very passionate about that. Uh, it's uh, we want to help people be really efficient and kind of like reimagine how their how their business works. Uh, Carter is doing lots of little interesting experiments at Workado, and we're happy to share and and work with you on that uh, stuff. Um, all right. Well, uh, listen, great, great, uh, great stories. Um, I, I want to get to the last part, which is about advice. So you're here, you've got a long career being a CIO. You kind of talk to people how, you know, you changed uh, from a different mindset into that, uh, that more modern uh, kind of mindset. So uh, I'm, I'm really curious what you can uh, bring people give people on their journey if you want. So, so maybe, maybe to uh, first one to, to start with, I mean, we talked about this is a mindset is more than a technology, but there's technology and then there's the human element, right. In all of this, like, how do you, how do you balance that as a CIO? Uh, yeah, that, that's a tough one. Uh, it, you know, people process technology is whatever you say thinks about. <laughs> and it's actually run my team meetings, people process technology. We talk about technology last. Talk about the people first, talk about press process, and we talk about technology last. That's the way we're always thinking about it here. Uh, I would also say too, Marcus is um is like I said in the beginning, and we we talked about this, is is start small, iterate, um, control what you can control. Right. If if you wanna if if you got, you know, like Marcus is you're 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 pushing me to bring in AI, think about something you could actually use AI or automation inside your your IT environment or your BT environment that you can control and then show the business. Uh, so th that's kind of my advice is start small, control what you can control, but then, and then, uh, and then show the business, you know, because the, a lot of times the business, you're a bit different, Marcus. A lot of times business doesn't know what automation means, or I don't know how to automate. What does automation mean? Or I don't know how AI can help me. Build it in your little environment and show them. I think this is the cool thing about uh, an, an automation platform, to be honest, because often I think this has been my experience when CIOs think, at least in, in, in very large companies, they think of automation. The first thing that comes to their mind is actually 
buying an ERP system. They think like automation is done by buying a, a another application. Uh, you know, I think in Silicon Valley, we now got uh, like hundreds of those SaaS applications in every single company. Uh, but and but every every one of them is a is a significant investment. I think here what you can do is really it's about stitching together. It's about orchestrating what you already have. It is not a it's not a brand new net new thing. It is it is really and you can actually experiment just by by how you connect the dots. Absolutely, and and sometimes connecting those dots, you may find that you don't need an application. You don't need hundreds of applications. Uh, and that's a, that's what we're doing internally. There's there's several applications that solve integration or or, or solve a, a specific business use case that they they sold around IT and there's you know sales or marketing love this thing, but actually you can solve it with an integration use case. Very a lot, very often. So so in that spirit, I mean, a lot of CIOs come to me and they you know what they want to do is they say like they always tell me, hey, Mark, is this a, is that going to be future proof? It's like, is that going to last forever? If I do that, is, am, I, am I sure that this is not going to be, that I don't have to redo this next year? What would you say? Is that, is that do you ask yourself those questions? No, I don't. I, uh, you know, again, I had the old mindsets, Marcus. I had these like, uh, these big implementations of ERP and don't bug me for a year. I'm going to put this thing in because it's just, I've, I've got all my requirements written down and give me a year. I got to build it and test it. You can't, we can't do that anymore. We can't do that anymore. So I, I think that the, the way we talk about this mindset and, and iterating um, and being able to pivot quickly will future-proof it. And also with these app, like these local applications, uh, you know, it, it, people think about tech debt. They, they associate that with tech debt. And I, I completely disagree with that because tech debt is created when a process changes in the business and you have you know, some custom code in your environment that you need to change. That's the tech debt. But with these, with these low-code, no-code tools, uh, you can quickly pivot. And it really future-proofs your organization to, to move quicker. Because we have to move quicker as CIO, as an IT. We have to move at the pace of the business. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you have in mind when you're looking forward? So, again, this is, you know, this the, the Carter who was there with the old mindset, the Carter who was there today, and now you're looking forward. What... Do you have any advice to your fellow colleagues? Like, how do you move forward? Maybe you can. Maybe you also want to share with them what you're looking forward to yourself that maybe you haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm constantly thinking about the team and the makeup of my team and who's on the team because, as you know, we're quite we have, uh, and especially we're a software company in the Bay Area, so we're in the bubble. There's a lot of business technologists in the business who can help you. Who can help you with using you know in, back in the old days it used to be IT only. So how do I build a team to to really enable the business with technology? Especially these, these folks come out of college, these twenty somethings, all they've been doing all their entire lives is they they know how to use these applications and technology. So what do I? How do I form my team? Do we come before more of the less implementation people and more of the architects and the and the security? And the, the training and the change management, and that's that, that's that's what I'm thinking about. I'm excited about too, because kind of we're really really bringing business and IT together when you do that. And you're, you're, the the decisions aren't just made by IT, but they're made together and they're built together, and building that framework. So I'm excited to to go down that path. That's that's the that's the that is the automation mindset. 
I feel like. And uh, so I'm excited to see that happen. And then also, of course, I'm, I'm super excited to see how this whole AI LLMs play out because it is really, truly is, it's, it's almost like an app. It's a very powerful application, just like we connect every day. And it's all based on APIs. So imagine put a digital brain in every process to help, to help with that process, whether it be, you know, like I'd mentioned the, the finance use case, um, but imagine putting a digital brain in there to, to, to help or speed up or, 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 me, or make a smarter process smarter. So I, I'm excited to see how the teams form and also AI and, and uh, it's, it's exciting time to be a CIO. A bit scary, but it's also exciting. Yeah, look, I mean, this. Uh, I mean, first of all, this was this was amazing. Really gets my brain spinning. I mean, the one thing I can I can share with maybe folks here on the line. So, so I was on the more business side of things when I did the process engineering, right? So I I was putting the requirements together uh, for process improvements, and then I had to work with IT and just to see where. The mindset of IT leaders like yourself has come. I mean, I can tell you it is nothing like what it used to be. It is really just such a big uh, step forward. And I, I, I mean, look, we there's still a lot more to be done, but it is uh, it's it's making me happy. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's for sure. So so thank you, thank you for for sharing all of this. Like, and so if I think about our conversation here today, Carter. Um, you know, I'll, t- I'll take us back to, to the very beginning. Um, you know, I think you, uh, you said that you, you, you almost like wish that CIOs, you know, knew better that connecting the dots together was really a priority. Uh, I think you've made that realization. You've, you've come that way, but I don't think everybody has yet. I mean, I can tell you my experience, uh, definitely people don't have the process mindset uh, completely. Uh, people in IT still think of applications primarily, uh, maybe data second, but then how that is all put together often gets lost. Um, and, and then at the end of the day, the, these applications are really only valuable in the context of a business process end to end. So they do need to be put together, connected dots need to be connected. And then uh, very similar with data. I mean, having just a, a beautiful structured data warehouse that's, that's fine, but it needs to be operationalized. If it's not operationalized, what's the what's the point, right? Uh, and and I think what we're talking about here, automation integration, like a, a platform like Workado, that's what this can uh, this can accomplish. So I think that's the connecting the dots. I think that's the people just realizing that connecting the dots is, has such power. I think maybe that's a that's a key takeaway. And then and then AI is. Uh, you can say like one more dot in all the dots, but it's actually just almost like a special dot. It's almost like a, 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 a special golden colored dot. It's this unique opportunity, one more dot that can just make the whole thing come alive. I used to yell with one of the white dots or a dot, right, to, to do the process. This, the yellow, the, this orange or gold dot won't, you'll, won't yell back at me. So <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just such an unique opportunity that we, I mean, we want to connect the dots. I mean, let's definitely not forget about those digital brain dots. They're, they're maybe the most important ones of all. Uh, and then frankly, I mean, I'd also challenge, I don't know if we have any on the online here, but uh, data scientists or data analysts or data people, like uh, 
Yeah, I mean, don't be satisfied if you have your data structured and, and being able to look that through a BI tool. I mean, that's fine, but, you know, it needs to get integrated with the existing business systems. Uh, I mean, other, other, I mean, that's how you get the value out of it. Uh, and so I think that's a really uh, important realization, how connecting the dots and, and all the dots, including AI, is just... I mean, it it might be the most important job of the of the CIO today, or, or that head of business technology, the ones who who are kind of looking at the future. Yeah, I I, I agree, Marcus. Uh, our roles are changing, business is changing, technology is getting easier to use, and with these uh, with these golden dots, it's uh, it's a whole new challenge, <laughs> but a fun challenge. All right, thank you, Carter. Uh, this was. This was a lot of fun, actually. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, for the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Marcus. Thank you all so much for tuning into today's The New Automation Mindset, where AI automation and integration come together. If you want to learn more about the key topics we covered in the show, you can find them in the book, The New Automation Mindset by our Workado CEO, Vijay Tella. Also, leave us a comment and let us know what you thought of today's conversations. And don't forget to subscribe so you will never miss an episode. I'll see you next time.